Hey everybody, welcome back to Word Balloon, the comic book conversation show. John Suntress here. We've got two great episodes for you today. Uh, Rod Rice is on this episode. You know Rod. Uh, he's been on the show before, a real funny guy from Brazil that I've gotten to know over the years. Uh, Rod first came on with uh, Joe Prado and Yvonne Hayes, and then uh, also uh, came on with uh, a couple of their uh, colorists. Uh, and uh, we've always had great conversations, both on the air and at conventions. And this is the first time Rod's been on the show solo. He's doing great. He is uh, graduated from uh, the colorist class to a uh, full-fledged uh, painter-artist on uh, excellent projects. He just wrapped up Secret Empire with Nick Spencer. He was doing those interludes uh, in Kobik's head, as we learned now that the event is over. When I spoke to Rod, uh, it was still a mystery in terms of what was this weird, strange land and who was this other Steve Rogers who seemed to be the pure, real Captain America trying to find his way home. And uh, the events of Secret Empire played out but uh, Rod kept things quiet for us. But he's got a great Guardians of the Galaxy issue coming up and more great projects from Marvel. And talks about uh, his evolution as a comic creator. Uh, very proud of his years as a colorist and uh, his collaborations with people like Kyle Higgins and, of course, Nick Spencer. Now with Jerry Duggan as well on, on uh, Guardians. Talks about all those uh, great collaborations. And, uh, you know, just his philosophies of uh, his art and how his art evolved. So it's a, it's a great secret origin conversation with um, Rod Rice on today's Word Balloon. It's all brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners. Thank you, League, as always, for your great support through Patreon. Uh, you don't have to subscribe to Word Balloon, but if you uh, would like to help the cause and think Word Balloon is worthwhile, then uh, by all means, uh, come uh, join us uh, at, on the League of Word Balloon listeners by going to patreon.com slash wordballoon or clicking on the ad on the front page of wordballoon.com. And, uh, you know, do you think Word Balloon is uh, worth the price of a comic book each month? Uh, if you can afford it, that would be great. Thank you for the support. Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStock Trades at InStockTrades.com. There's some really cool books out this week from InStockTrades.com. Uh, among them, the Punisher Back to War Omnibus hardcover that, uh, man, I'll tell you, it's 696 pages and among the early uh, stages of The Punisher from uh, creators like Frank Miller and, of course, um, the great uh, art team of uh, Mike Esposito and Ross Andrew, um, it, it collects so many great Punisher stories in Amazing Spider-Man, Marvel Super Action, uh, which was a great black-and-white comic uh, that came out, and then, of course, the fantastic Circle of Blood from 1986, five issues Great miniseries with Mike Zeck and uh, Stephen Grant, John Beatty, the inker. Uh, we're going to be talking about that in the, in the weeks ahead because I'm, have the, I'm going to have the opportunity to speak to Mike Zeck and John Beatty at Salt Lake City Convention and do a panel with them. Very excited about that, just in a couple weeks. And I'll be presenting that uh, panel to you on a future word balloon. But uh, come uh, join the party and uh, get on top of the Punisher's beginnings with this wonderful omnibus. It's 50% off. It's just $50 at InStockTrades.com. You can also get other things like Harley Quinn by Connor and Palmiotti, the Omnibus Hardcover Volume 1. It's 768 pages. And uh, this is, uh, you know, the beginning of uh, that wonderful run that uh, continues. And uh, you can see how Amanda and Jimmy have really taken Harley to 
new lengths and uh, I think great uh, great stories and, and great effect. 768 pages. It's 50% off. It's $49.99. You can get the Planet Hulk Omnibus hardcover from uh, Greg Pak and uh, so many others, including Aaron Lepresti and, and others. But uh, this collects Fantastic Four 533 to 35, Incredible Hulk 88 to 2005, Giant Size Hulk 2006, uh, Issue 1, What If Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk Gladiator, and uh, more material from uh, this wonderful collection. 656 uh, pages. It's another uh, 50% off book that uh, will only cost you $50. Those are the big ticket items at InStockTrades.com. Check it out for yourself. Go to the website and you'll find great books at great prices at InStockTrades.com. Sorry, I'm uh, still a bit congested from uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, this, uh, you know, every now and then you get a cold that just kind of lingers. That's kind of what I'm dealing with right now. But um, this is a great conversation with uh, Rod Rice. Um, unfortunately, it was still when Skype was kind of messing with me. So there's a little bit of a residue echo on the back of uh, the conversation. You might hear it, especially near the end of the conversation. But, uh, the, you, you know, our words are clear. You'll understand everything fine. And as I always say, I'm always impressed with uh, another creator from a foreign country that is so comfortable in speaking English. And Rod is no exception to that. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll appreciate his thoughts on, uh, comics in general, his career and what he's doing today. So let's, uh, join Rod Rice now on Word Balloon. Rod Rice, welcome back to Word Balloon. It's, uh, it's been a while and I'm sorry, but, uh, you know me, I'm calling for two reasons to find out what you're doing in comics. And of course I, I need to get my, my Susha update. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first, thanks for having me. It's always fun to talk to you. About Shusha, last time we, we saw each other in person, I think I showed some pictures of her now as our Brazilian Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, she's she's doing a talk show. A to- yes. Yeah. And she dances yes, on her talk show like Ellen? Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, <laughs> I think she she's doing uh, a, a, ve- a very close Ellen DeGeneres. With all those jokes and uh, fun, funny stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, and, and uh, it's funny that we know uh, her past. Yes. What uh, what kind of uh, <laughs> child program she she made? Yeah. If, right. If people don't know what we're talking about, Susha X U X A. That's how you spell her name. If you've heard my conversations with Rod and, and Joe Prado, and I think Yvonne Hayes was even on the one. And we were all talking, and, and I said, you know, uh, Susha fascinated me because in the early 90s, she had this international children's show. And she would dress in hot pants and thigh-high boots, and she was very sexy. Great, you know, beautiful woman. Yeah, way too sexy for a kid's Yeah, <laughs> it's, it really is. It's like somebody from, you know, um, your favorite gentleman's club, uh, you know, got off the pole and decided to have a children's show. And and it was, you know, little kids waving flags and constantly cheering while she's singing these little sing-song uh, songs, and then she's dancing with giant furries on stage. And it's the weird, it was the weirdest show in the world. And it was on at like 7 in the morning in Chicago. And my roommate and I would watch it getting ready for work and laugh our butts off because it was so strange. 
huge. And then, I, you know, we found out she was dating uh, John Kennedy Jr., the president's son, who unfortunately passed away in the late 90s. Uh, but in the early 90s, uh, he and Susha were an item for a while. And so, yeah, I, I so I always tease, you know, she's like if, or Charo, I guess, if Charo had a, a kid's show, she might be another, <laughs> like, example of Susha. Yeah, also, uh, she dated uh, Pele. That's crazy. The football player. Yes, the very great soccer famous. legend. Yes. Who's uh, much older soccer. than her. Like, much, much older than her. Like, grandpa compared to Susha. Uh, yeah. Maybe uncle. Older uncle? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, another very famous person uh, she dated was uh, Ayrton Senna. And what, what's, the, what was he about? Was he a race car driver? Race car driver, exactly. Crazy. Very famous, also very famous. One of the most famous uh, race car driver here in Brazil. Well, again, uh, he, uh, do, do, do you remember uh, he he died during the car accident? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah no, I wasn't yeah. aware of, of uh, him passing away. No, that's, and again, I mean, beautiful woman, so it doesn't surprise me that she attracts other celebrities. But yeah, just a very a very strange reason to be a celebrity. It's so I always <laughs> and now and, and now uh, she it, it's a good thing that uh, she can laugh at at herself. Uh, remember all those weird things from the eighties, and she can laugh at herself. She can uh, make fun of uh, what happened. Well, that's good. Well, she's like Adam West. Then she can she could laugh at herself like that. That's good. Uh, yes, yes, and uh, she. Now she brings to her her show uh, kids. Okay, uh, now they are they are grown ups, but uh, back the day they were kids, and they, uh, she brings this to uh, he to her show. Oh, so they come back of, on her show now as adults. Yes, funny. It's, it's it's very funny. I bet, boy, I bet that's kind of embarrassing too. Hey, remember when I was in hot pants and dancing around with you and everything, <laughs> and you were four. And yeah, and uh, <laughs> on her first very early days doing this kind of uh, kids show, you can say that that she didn't know what, uh, how to treat ki- uh, children. She couldn't she couldn't handle young kids trying to to play, and uh, you, you know she. And uh, it, it's funny, it's funny. She she tries. She sometimes she. She gets a little upset with the the kids because she had the, this plan. Everybody's going to watch the the cartoon, and sometimes kids they they don't do exactly what you want them to do. Sure, they are kids, and uh, it's funny. Oh wow! Oh, sometimes so they, do they have outtakes of like her trying to get the kids to do something, and they're doing something completely different, and they're not listening to her. Oh yeah, yeah. You can find them uh, uh, on the internet, Funny. YouTube. That's <laughs> hilarious. So yes, uh, Susha X U X A. I'm telling you, it's the craziest show you've ever seen. I kind of think um, the Simpsons had an episode in Brazil, and I think they kind of made fun of uh, Susha's variety show. But I highly recommend looking for some Susha video, and you'll see what we're yeah, talking it's, about. Yeah, it's 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 fun. It's funny. It's weird. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very weird. Yes, very true. It's not 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 acceptable. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't believe parent groups weren't like, "Hey, uh, can can she like wear pants?" <laughs> Maybe. 
to, for starters. <laughs> <laughs> Too crazy, man. Well, let's talk comics. Yeah. I, uh, uh, yes, yes. Hey, man, uh, great job on Secret Empire. You're doing those Thank fantasy you. scenes, uh, you know, as as uh, the 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 goodness it seems of Steve and uh, Bucky and uh, Sam Wilson are in their mystic land trying to find their way home. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it, it's very fun to to work with uh, those pages. It's it's my my kind of thing. Uh, just uh, this kind of uh, dreamlike sequences and. Uh, since it's a, a separate part uh, from the main story, I can do my way, my stuff. I can do more uh, painterly, more yeah. uh, artsy, and uh, it, it's good. It's, and it's awesome that uh, Marvel allowed me to do this kind of stuff. So for for me, it's so far it's it's been very fun. Is this opening more doors for you at Marvel? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, I'm working on uh, on one issue of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Excellent. Which is it's, it's so much fun to work on it. And uh, well, I have some some other projects at Marvel. We're we're talking about. Uh, yeah, it it seems that uh, Marvel really like my my work. I'm glad, man. And it seems like Marvel is more experimental with different art styles than, say, DC. It seems like DC almost has a house style of a very specific type of art. Yeah, uh, you're right. Uh, Marvel is more... Or you can see uh, for, uh, from the artists they, they have, they, yes. they are more open for uh, styles. They they have uh, Mike Del Mundo. They yes. have uh, Phil Noto. Sure, and, Phil, of uh, course. And I, they they are more open. They so uh, for me it's I I'd love to to keep working uh, with DC. I've been doing stuff for them uh, for almost more than ten years. Okay. Right? But when I quit coloring. I'm so grateful that uh, I, I could find my place at Marvel, also uh, at Image, right? Every everything started with Image, but uh, I could be, couldn't be happier with uh, uh, where I am now in my career, and uh, uh, in the future it's it is bright for me. Attaboy. that's great. Yeah, I know. Um, you were the colorist on Nightwing with Kyle Higgins. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, how did how did that no, relationship get going? We met first time when uh, we worked together on Nightwing, and uh, he's as as writer as one thing that I really like working with with him. He cares about the coloring. He likes to uh, to talk to the colorists to talk about the mood of the scene, which I think is. It should be normal. Should be because uh, when, when uh, I, I think, when uh, you write a, a scene, you think about some uh, mood yes. for the scene. And uh, with the with lines, it's too hard to express this this mood. 
So I think uh, I have this theory that uh, the right the writer when he's writing uh, some some scene he, he thinks in colors the scene. So uh, every writer should talk to the, his colorist about uh, the scenes. That and, makes uh, sense. That that's something that. Uh, created this relationship between me and, and Kyle. This, uh, we talked during the process of uh, working with Nightwing and uh, we became very good friends. Someday he, he saw some of my drawings and uh, he thought that would be a good idea to, to invite me to do something with him. And yeah, the first collaboration is uh, Cowell that great 1960s superhero team that has that Chicago Union influence in the story. It's kind of the Mad Men of superheroes kind of story and everything. And, and uh, your your influences, we've talked about this off the air before, uh, guys like Robert McGinnis, the wonderful paperback cover painter. You know, it, it, that's, that's what a lot of your cowl uh, art reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I, I really like all these uh, illustrators, uh, uh, advertisement illustrators sure. from the sixties. Yes, like you said, uh, Robert McGinnis, uh, Bob Peake, some fashion illustrators. This is my main reference. I, I think that's cool because uh, yeah, and, uh, when I started thinking about work with art. Uh, in Brazil, it was very difficult to to go to comics. To think uh, working with comics was uh, very, uh, I, I could say, impossible for Brazilians. So I, I decided uh, I, uh, I want to work with art. So uh, for some time, I decided to work with uh, ad- advertisement. Then uh, I think that's the reason that I. I went to this kind of, of uh, references. That's interesting because I can I can see that, and it is. It's like, like you said, the fashion illustrations. It's like a Sears catalog from 1962. Like Clark Kent would be a would be a fashion model for Sears instead of a reporter. It's that kind of look, and um, it's very illustrative, and really really fit Cowl beautifully. How many issues of Cowl did you guys end up doing? Uh. Twelve. Okay. I think, uh, yeah, two two trades. Two trades. Yeah. Yes. And you'd yes. like to get back to Cal at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, we want to. Uh, people keep asking us to to do more Cal, but uh, uh, our for now, after Hadron's Wall. We're going to go uh, and uh, at the same time we finish it. Call uh, all the Marvel stuff. Uh, it's happening with me, so we're going apart for for a while. Try different st- uh, collaborators, and uh, but we really want to to come back at a, at some point in the future. Great. People ask. Uh, people in Chicago they they want to to read more Cal. Which is great because I'm. I love Chicago, and I was very worried worried about how to draw Chicago, the uh, '60s Chicago. Sure. 
in a way that is is very true, especially for people that uh, lived in Chicago or that <laughs> lived at that, that time. Yes. So uh, I was very worried about that, and uh, it seems that I, 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 I did a good job. Yes, you did. I can I can speak to that as someone who was born in 1964. You hit the nail on the head. It reminded me of my parents' photographs of the time before I was around and uh, my very early years. And uh, yeah, man, Chicago had a very distinct look in the 60s before, certainly before Trump Tower was there uh, and a few other big buildings currently. But we had a lot of skyscrapers even then. But uh, it's a it's a great city. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, Kyle is from the south side of Chicago, the south suburbs, and uh, he, knew the, he knew the material. And whatever references he pointed you towards, I think you, you did a great job. And it's, uh, no, I think it's a, it's a real tribute to uh, 1960s Chicago. And uh, I, I do hope eventually you get back to it. But I'm also glad to hear that you're, you know, collaborating with other people. Tell me about writing for, Jer- or uh, drawing for Jerry Duggan for Guardians. When I was working with Kyle, kind of worried about working with another writer. How come? I got this a uh, little spoiled because it's he's a great collaborator, great friend. He he let me have some in- input on story on the project. So I I got a little spoiled for uh, working with, with with him. Then uh I didn't know what to expect working with different writer, but so far working with uh Jerry Duggan it's it's been awesome. It's, great. His script is very tight, so it's uh, it's very uh, funny uh, the way he he writes. So uh, it's been it's been awesome working with him, uh, and uh, I I working with uh, Nick Spencer on the on the the oath and uh, on my pages for Secret Empire. Yes, awesome. Great, great guy. I, I really like the way he he, he writes. So uh, so far, it, in terms of a collaborator, uh, collaborators and uh, creative teams, I'm I'm being I'm uh, being very lucky. Yes. Uh, well, you you got three good guys. I I agree with you, and I think. Uh, are they are they different? It was it was it a tough adjustment to go to Nick uh, Nick style and and, uh, and Jerry style? Uh, I, they are for me. I didn't find uh, difficult to to work with uh, both uh, both scripts. Great for Jerry. Uh, as I said, uh, it's been easier because. Uh, it's very tight. Uh, all the descriptions, all the it's very uh, all the informations are there. Okay. So it's it makes uh, makes it a little easier for me, but uh, I have no uh, I have no problems or no difficulties or with uh, with Nikki. It's, it's there. Uh, every writer uh, is different. Sure. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, but uh, they and uh, equally equally fun to to work with so far. Fantastic, that's cool. Now um, we mentioned uh, Hardin's Wall. That's uh, the uh, astronaut story 
that's a love story and also a bit of a mystery as well. What um, has that wrapped up, or is there still a couple more issues left for that? No, we finished it uh, two weeks ago. Uh, last shoe is already out, and uh, the trade with all eight issues will be out in uh, next month. Oh, great! Excellent. Yeah. Are you going to be in New York? Yes, I will. Okay, I'm uh, probably going to be in New York as well. So I hope to see you there. Obviously. Oh, uh, yeah. Good. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, uh, always a pleasure to to see you in person. <laughs> I hope you can make it. Yeah, I think so. And I know Art and Franco and Scoot will be out there. Have you met Scoot? Probably because uh, every show that the 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 oh yeah guys uh, they have table. I, I make sure that uh, I'll go there to say hi to them and uh, there you go. Yeah, and say hi to all the all the good guys. Absolutely. Good, good. Because, yeah, they'll all be there. And, yeah, I think so, actually, because I remember right after one night in New York, they were selling beer right outside of Artist Alley. And I think we were drinking beer, me, you, Art, and Scoot. So. Okay, uh, I remember that. There you go. There you go. That was last year. (laughs) Was he there? Yes, he was with us, definitely. Okay, so. Yes. So, so and I know. I know, I, I know school. Okay, and, and I know I saw you briefly in Chicago, but we saw each other right at the end of the day, and I was leaving, and, and you were leaving. So, like on the way to the hotel, to the Hyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So. Sure. But, yeah, it's, uh, all those shows are, are very busy. <laughs> well, sometimes <laughs> the, uh, you can take, uh, when you see some, uh, some friend during the the way out, you can uh, take the the chance to to go there and talk to them because probably not going to may, uh, you, uh, maybe you're not going to see him again. <laughs> you're right. I know. I've, I always feel like, especially New York and San Diego in particular, it's. It is like you randomly will run into a friend, have a 30-second conversation, and like you said, that's the last time you see them that weekend. So, too funny. Well, we'll make sure that we see each other. That's that's great. Let's go back to your um, developing your style. What do you think? You know, I mean, we mentioned Bob Peake and, and McGinnis as a couple of your influences, but um, why do you think you went to this kind of style versus... You know, regular cartooning where it wasn't as much paint and it would be more pencils and inks and, you know, that style. Okay. Um, I, I worked uh, for, uh, with, as colorist for, for a long time for DC. So uh, I started seeing uh, figures and uh, the way uh, I understand the page. More for the the colors color side than the line side. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, do. Uh, I see. I the way I understand the narrative and I understand the composition is too related to the the color. So uh, doing uh, the colors on my on my own work. For me, it's, it's very important because it's, it's how I uh, I learned to to tell the story. 
Then the uh, talk about style. Uh, I decided to, I decided to bring all the, those uh, influences to to my work. But uh, one thing that's very important for me uh, it's to see artists like uh, Bill Sienkiewicz and Phil Nodo and uh, Mike Del Mundo, for example. Yes. That they, uh, how they they bring this this influence that uh, I believe it's uh, we have uh, very similar influences and uh, how they they can translate to to comics. These uh, to, to see those artists. Uh, Bring those influence open the, this door to for uh, for people that has the the same sensibilities was very important for me. So uh, I'm so happy to to be, have the opportunity to do this kind of stuff. The to do uh, stuff that. Uh, it's fun for me. It's challenging, and it's it's not um, the uh, as as you said. It's not the what you usually see. Yes. No, it's uh, it's very different. But uh, it's I think you, what's the point to work with comics if you're not having fun? You're not doing uh what as you're not you're not expressing yourself as uh, yourself as uh, as an artist right yes agreed and and that's uh i think he uh, it's very hard to get that especially working for uh, for uh, the big two because they they need to to sell comics yes and they 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 need to pick pick artists that will uh, sell the their comics. Agreed, and but I, I'm glad that you obviously have found a couple editors that get your style and know that it it will work. And I think it it stands out. You you've got a good unique style. You mentioned people like Phil Noto and Sinkevich, and your your style while it's like those things, it's also very distinct. And these, it's the painted comics that I like to show non-comic readers, people who don't normally read comics, and say, look, this is what our comics today. And they're shocked because they didn't realize that um, they, they think of the comic strips and, and very simple cartoons. There's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of effective stories are told that way. But it's nice mm -hmm. that there's room for painters as well. And really, I think they, they are very shocked. And they're like, wow, this... They'll look at a single panel and say, wow, that's a, that could be a painting on a wall. And it's like, yeah, that's the point. I mean, that's that's mm -hmm. what you guys bring to this. And it's uh, I think it's great for, as we said, like the, the sequences in Secret Empire, but also Guardians. I can't wait, man, because uh, Outer Space, I mean, we see it in Hardin's uh, wall as well, I think. You know, I, I think you do science fiction very well. 
yeah, yeah but uh, on the other hand, uh, I, I I see my work my working uh, being very polarizing. The sense uh, the sense that uh, people can either love it or hate it. It's because because it's too different. Sure. Sure. You know, I no, just... Uh, I, I, I remember uh, Bill Sienkiewicz uh, saying to you that on, on the, the podcast that uh, when he he did the... Uh, New Mutants. New Mutants, exactly. Yes. Uh, I can imagine people looking uh, uh, the first time and uh, finding find a little... We're too different from sure. what they had uh, back in the days. Yeah, especially Sal Buscema, who had such a, like his brother John Buscema and uh, John Romita Sr., that classic kind of uh, Silver Age and Bronze Age Marvel look that was, you know, it, it just made sense. It looked like Marvel. And then Bill came along as a painter, like you said, and yeah, people were very angry. And, and didn't at first did not like his art, but then I think suddenly realized that it worked, and especially with those stories. And I'm glad that people recognize the genius that he is. Yeah, yeah, but but uh, I'm not comparing myself with by any means. Well, I understand, um, but yeah, and I, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm glad that uh, he. Uh, opened uh, the the doors. You bet. Uh, yes. For for uh, different stuff, and uh, I always will uh, like the, my comics with uh, different uh, uh, with uh, different uh, styles. I agree with you. Uh, Dave Dave McKean, I think, with like Arkham Asylum. Brought that mm, yes. kind of painter sensibility awesome. too. There's another guy, and his work with mm-hmm. Neil Gaiman too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of things that happen to comics that uh, make the the media uh, evolve. Yes, and much more exciting and yes, like you said, evolve. It's it doesn't have to be only one way, and mm-hmm. and, and, and not, nothing nothing wrong with. Oh, no. uh, uh, the artists that have, uh, have they have uh, Alex Toff as influence or George Perez and uh, more classic stuff. Uh, I, I I like. Uh, I grew up reading uh, Conan. Of course, I love. We were just talking about Gene Colan off the air. I love Gene Colan. Mm-hmm. How about Kurt Swan, Superman? Right, really good. I'm a big fan uh, of that. I, I, I always, I, I, every now and then, I hear people who don't understand art talk about he's too simple and he's boring, and it's like, oh, you, <laughs> you don't, you don't know. Your eyes are telling you the wrong things then, because he, he was so expressive, especially with his faces. There's that. Have you seen? There's that great uh, page that he did of just various expressions on Superman's face. Laughing, frowning, you know, sad, happy, and mm-hmm. and it's like literally like at least two dozen uh, different faces for Superman, 
and they're all so beautifully expressive. Yeah, I saw. I saw it. There you go. No, uh, <laughs> even though my even though my my style, the way I work is very different. Uh, I I can learn something from from the the, the masters. I hear you from from the past. Sure. Are there- so it's 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 important. It's very important for uh, new uh, new artists to uh, be true to themselves, to uh, do what they they want to do. But also, I think it's important to have some uh, background and uh, uh, learn about what came uh, before. Sure. Yeah, it's it's something. Uh, sometimes people they don't uh, improve themselves because they don't care about uh, what came before, or they don't they they don't try to learn about uh, the basics of the the industry that they they want to work in. I understand. Are, are there? So I, I go ahead. You go. Uh, no, I, I I have books uh, about uh, Alex Toff. I I I am friend of uh, Garcia Lopez. Really? Wow! And uh, genius. Uh, yes, yes, totally. And uh, such a great guy. It's uh, I wish he was my my grandfather. I, I totally understand. He was he. I met him in Chicago two years ago. He could not have been nicer. And uh, I got a, I think I told you, I got a style page from him. And it has two flashes, a Batman and a Superman. And, oh, my God, much like Neil Adams. Neil Adams was the signature DC artist for the first half of my childhood. And Jose Luis Garcia Lopez was the second artist after that. And calendars and lunchboxes and Mm -hmm. any, any merchandise from DC... It was usually usually Jose Luis Garcia Lopez doing the drawing. Yes, yes. and uh, and, and it's important, important to uh, the, so um, I think uh, what I would say is that I have my influences that I follow, but uh, I like to learn a little bit from everything that uh, I, I can. I can see. I, I can appreciate uh, uh, a little bit from uh, every artist. Try to understand uh, what they try to say. Uh, no, it's cool. No, it makes sense. Absolutely. When do you have creator-owned ideas that you would like to write and draw yourself? Uh. I have some ideas, but uh, it's too uh, too early for me to try to write. Uh, and uh, right now, I'm I'm surfing this uh, marble wave. So my focus is to uh, every project uh, get better on the the, the, the art side, side. but, but uh, I'm sure I have some ideas okay I, 
I, I'd love to to do. Maybe I, I if I if I do something in future, uh, I'd love to do something in a strip format. Interesting, a comic strip. Yes, yes, a uh, comic strip. Interesting. So I'd love to go. To uh, maybe one. Uh, a uh, few panels, horizontal, few panels, or yeah, or maybe uh, those this format that is uh, three. Yes, uh, Warren Ellis tree lines. Oh, sorry, Warren Ellis's trees or no, 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 no uh, uh, three three lines of panels. Excuse me. Yes, uh, I understand. Okay, I think it's a half page of the newspaper. Yes. Okay. okay. I understand what you're saying. Yes. So three three comic strip lines. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So maybe like yeah, like twelve panels or mm-hmm. maybe nine panels, whatever, somewhere in between there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I'd like to do something in that vein. Wow. Maybe uh, online. Maybe maybe for fun. Maybe Chiarello or somebody is going to revive Wednesday's comics. Remember that. Oh yeah, I love sure. that. I thought that was so good. And I, uh, oh, you know who I saw in San Diego was Eduardo Riso, and uh, always very nice to me. And uh, when he and uh, Azarello did the Batman comic strip mm-hmm. for that, I thought was, I mean, so many great uh, artists and writers did beautiful work in that. And I think that would be very ambitious. You do so. You, you maybe do that as a web comic first, and then publish it when it's complete. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. There you go. Yeah, no, no, no pretend. No, with no, uh, how they say, pretentious. I hear you. <laughs> no, just for fun. Sure. Just uh, hey. if someday I, I find myself uh, uh, working too much on, uh, on DC or Marvel or this these publishers and uh, decide to do something for myself, something just for fun. I understand. Have you, uh, you know? have you seen Mike Norton's uh, Donald Trump strip, Little Donnie? Uh, yes, <laughs> I have. You know, I have. I, that's, it, it, I, I can't believe that Mike is able to put that, he's so fast and can work in so many different styles because I know he's working like, uh, I'm sure it's finished by now, but he was doing an Astro City story for Kurt Busick. And last time I visited his uh, studio, God, now I guess it was about two months ago, he was showing me pages from that along with him doing Little Donnie, uh, you know, a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. And that, and also I remember when, uh, <laughs> when, when Lost, the television show, was finished, he did really funny Lost comic strips for a little while. And uh, they were crazy, but uh, you know it's he, he, you know, and also of course his battle pug, you know, yeah. I mean, really started as just a fun exercise, and then it became a real web comic, and several graphic novels. It was pretty neat. So uh, yeah, uh, I, I remember. Uh, I think the battle pug that uh, made me think about doing something on that format. Cool. That would be great. That would really be interesting. And no, I don't. I don't blame you. And like you said, you're writing. You're writing the Marvel wave. I can't blame you. I, and I'm glad. Are you? 
are you able to do a monthly book? I have, I have to. to. Okay, there you go. Okay, uh, I'm not. Uh, I right now, uh, I'm not doing any uh, monthly series. Okay. But uh, the average, the average uh, deadline time I have, it's four or five weeks, which is doable. Okay. Sure. Sure. It, it's. Uh, Doing uh, all the art with uh, the colors and uh, uh, everything—it's—it's it's hard. It's yeah. it's trick. Yeah. But it's—it's uh, uh, it's the way I prefer. And uh, the Marvel—it's uh, it's okay about that. So uh, all I can do is the, the deliver the. The, the work uh, on time. Sure. Can you tell me who your editors are and Marvel? Okay. okay uh, my for my my first editor was uh, Tom Brevor. Sure. Right. Because, uh, when I I worked with uh, Nick for the the oath and uh, and with Secret Empire. Okay. I've been doing some covers for Star Wars. That's terrific. And, uh, uh, and then uh, for for them, uh, I've been working with uh, the wonderful Heather Antos. Indeed, yes. She's great. Cool. Good to hear. And for and for Guardians, I'm working with Jordan D. White. Oh, that's great. And I know Heather and Jordan work together as well. So that makes a lot of sense. That's great, man. I, you're you're working with good people. I like it. I'm glad to hear. Uh, I, I I know all those editors work, and I and I know the writers that you're working with. So other than mm-hmm. your secret Marvel project, and we they haven't announced yet. So that's going to be interesting <laughs> when it when it gets announced. Uh, that's awesome, man. I'm I'm really glad. And, and, you know, I, I can I can't complain. <laughs> And I I, well, that's good. That's, hey, man, the, the career is going in the direction you want it to go in, right? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, I, it's funny because I would never expect to to work with Marvel. If if you asked me five years ago, uh, I would never say uh, I'm uh, I'm working doing interiors for Marvel. So it's. Uh, the opportunities uh, the, they they appeared for me. Okay. And uh, I'm I'm taking them. I'm uh, I'm taking the chances. Uh, I'm I'm doing my best. So uh, I'm 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 leaving the the, the life working. Uh, you know what I mean? I, I, uh, things happened uh, to me in a way very uh, organic. Uh, when uh, when Kyle asked me to to do stuff with image, I I, I never uh, expected to to this work to to lead me to a Marvel work. I just. Uh, did my best, sure. And uh, 
the this the this work uh, helped me to to work with uh, with Marvel and Nick 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 Spencer uh, invited me to to work with him because Cal. That's great. He read Cal, so, uh, you know, and he saw your yeah. work. That's terrific. Yeah, I I, I guess um, I'm trying to say I'm 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 lucky. I'm. Uh, I'm doing my best. Um, I uh, I think I'm, I do a uh, nice job, and uh, I'm kind of lucky to be on the on the right place at the right time. I understand, but I also think that, uh, and I don't know if they say this in Portuguese, but they say uh, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And you, like you said, you you do quality work. You 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 know, swung for the fences, for a baseball metaphor, and and did this really great work with Kyle for Cowell, and Nick saw it. So you you know that's what I mean. You didn't you, you know you didn't uh, you didn't half-ass it. You, you you gave a real effort, <laughs> and so it's beautiful, and people saw it. Hey man, all the, not only the the issues of Cowell, but all of that promotional art that Kyle had to preview Kyle at C2E2 when I first heard about it. I saw all those designs and I'm like, this is incredible. What are you guys doing? And he's like, yeah, man, that's, this is all right. And I'm like, that's, that's amazing. So I'm sure Nick saw the same stuff. And then that's when opportunity came and, and Nick, you know, Mm -hmm. presented this chance for you. So I, I'm a, I'm a big believer in that where you got to give your best effort always because you never know what piece of your work is going to be seen and what door that will open for you. So I, I appreciate your humility and saying that you were lucky. But, uh, you know, it's again, you, you prepared for that opportunity when it came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you, you need to be open to see the, those opportunities. You need to pay attention because sometimes you're, uh, you're so uh, into, for example, uh, an idea to work for DC, and then some opportunity to work at Valiant appears, show up, and uh, you 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 don't see it because you're so uh, into another idea that uh, probably it's not working right now. So you you need to be open to. Uh, to see all the opportunities. Sure. Agreed. And not, and and, not uh, settle. Not settle for mm. one path. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 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 And uh, uh, every work led to the the next one. Yes. And uh, I, I, I'm not, uh, I don't know what's, uh, what's next for me. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Uh, I, I'm, I have some options, but uh, I try to focus on what I have now and then make sure that is the best comics I, I can do. So uh, the next step is going to be uh, as good as what I have now or even better. I hear you, man. No, that's great. That's the right attitude. Very good. Excellent. Well, keep it up, man. I'm, I'm really, uh, you know, I, I just spoke to 
uh, Declan Shalvey earlier today. And uh, I, I, I feel the same way about you as I do with him, where I'm very happy for you where your career is going. And uh, I see the evolution. And it's great to be a spectator uh, seeing all this happen for you guys. And I. Yeah, so uh, it's been a learning process for, for me because uh, I work at. Uh, for a long time as colorists, uh, I've learned a lot as colorists, but uh, it's a leap of faith to, to change it from color, color stuff to interiors. Uh, well, it was by, when I decided to make the, the move, uh, uh, I was scared because uh, I, I had this established a career yes. as color color artist, and I I had to go to start another career, almost from from the, from zero. Yes. But I'm no regrets. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Who taught you coloring? I'm sorry. Where did you learn how to color properly to get to that point? Uh, I when I started uh, think about uh, working at, uh, with art. I attended some uh, some uh, art schools. Yes, uh, I've learned how to to work with colors, but uh, but no no comics. We we uh, back the day we we. We didn't have uh, color uh, art schools here for comics. Right. I yeah. I wouldn't expect. I wouldn't expect that. Go on. Yes. So uh, I had some uh, some uh, traditional uh, painting schools. Uh, I, I learned how to work with colors, but uh, I I really wanted to work. Uh, with, comics. with comics, so, so uh, I went to some art schools to also to learn, also to learn uh, anatomy and uh, stuff like this. When uh, I uh, one of these schools was a private uh, school, okay. where it's uh, some some artists that opened some uh, uh, opened uh, not a, a school but uh, at at his house. Okay, sure. Okay, okay so it's a, a studio where, where he, he he was teaching uh, art. Yes. And teaching uh, comics. Okay. Oh wow. That's cool. Okay. Okay. But uh, and now you, uh, I'm going to say that uh, you're going to understand because uh, the reason I said uh, I'm lucky. This this studio. Yes. Uh, all the Brazilian artists, uh, the first generation of uh, Brazilian artists, they used it to go to this studio. So uh, Mark Campos, uh, Roger Cruz, uh, who else? It's the same generation as uh, Mike Diodato and uh, those Brazilians. Okay, sure. They used to go. To, they used it to go to this studio to visit, then, then uh, uh, 
I started to uh, hang out with all those those people and to learn uh, all the uh, about the, this community, being part of this co uh, artist artist community, uh, Brazilian yes. artist community, okay. right? Okay. At the same time that uh, we uh, we started to have some publishers uh, launching some uh, books. Uh, sim, uh, similar to image, trying to emulate some of the uh, image books, some uh, in that vein of the 90s type of comics. I understand. Yeah. Then uh, they needed to to learn how to color uh, comics uh, digitally. So. Uh, I, I tried to, uh, they, they didn't have a lot of uh, people that wanted to, to go this, this, this way. I decided to try. So uh, answer, answering your, your question, uh, I learned it all by myself. Yeah, self-taught. Wow. I, I, had, I had some background with coloring uh, traditionally. Yes. But uh, I... I taught myself how to work here with uh, with Photoshop, uh, how to work. I, I had some uh, information from from books, from uh, the, uh, my agent uh, back the day, back the time, helping me with some information about uh, how to deliver the to. To the, deliver the, the job, how to finish the page, what uh, do next. So I, I, I've learned it from what I had uh, no internet, so it was hard to find information about that, but uh, I could find some and uh, I learned it by myself. Then that's the reason that I, I could work as colorist. Uh, for for DC because my my coloring stuff improved what was better than my my drawings. Okay, yeah. So and they wanted to give me job and uh, I wanted to be to work with comics, no matter no matter uh, doing what. So that's. Uh, as was uh, we were talking uh, earlier. The opportunity. Yes. Even though I I, I wanted to work as a penciler, the coloring stuff uh, was there for me, and I embraced the the opportunity. And uh, from uh, making the this decision, I had the opportunity to be part of the the industry to work. Uh, with comics, and uh, I would never expect to come back to drawing. Ah, and uh, well, another, I, I don't know if I told you, but uh, I used to I used it to have uh, to be a podcaster. Yes, you said. Go on. And uh, I interviewed Bucinkevich. Oh, no kidding! Here in Brazil. Wow. And uh, I don't know why this is. This interview uh, sparkled. The uh, 
woke uh, woke up woke up the the artist inside me and uh after that this interview i decided to to uh, go back to uh, to drawing that's excellent man and I, i first of all what was the name of your podcast uh i had i had the four podcasts wow tell me uh i had one about the process art process sure. about okay. uh, uh, artist chat or something like okay. that okay okay i had one podcast to talk uh nonsense sure <laughs> I had I had another podcast like Art Franco and with, me when we do ours. Uh, uh, yes, okay. yes, very close. <laughs> Go on, very close. Talk, Talk about nothing, just nothing. Yeah, just being silly, exactly. All right. Uh, I had one with my wife, which I created to propose her. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, it's it's cute. It's, <laughs> It is cute. That's awesome. I like your wife. She's always very nice when I see her. Yeah, she's she's great. And uh, I created this one to propose her. Okay. So uh, so uh, I have this podcast uh, online. If if she, uh, anytime she if she wants to remember uh, how I propose her, she can listen. Me proposing her. It's still online. Yes. That's great. That's excellent. What? Yeah, yeah. I had some this weird time in my life that uh, I decided to to be a podcaster. That, hey, man. I, I I had more time. Now it's impossible. It's. Uh, I understand. Hey, you, I believe me. Trying to balance, you know. Well, and I'm I'm fortunate that. Uh, You know, between my sponsors and and the listeners, uh, and my and my radio work, that uh, I can make time for it and also make money doing it, and I'm very appreciative of the, the the listeners that help support me. But what years were you doing your podcasting? Um, two thousand five, um, I, six. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, I think so. I think so. Oh, okay, uh, uh, I'm with my wife. We are we're together almost uh, nine. We are nine years together. Okay. So 2008. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, around 2007, seven, eight. It's a. Uh, it was. Uh, it was the the beginning of the. The podcasting, podcasting here, Brazil. Very cool. It's a, yes. a, yeah, the second second wave. I, can, I understand. Uh, no, that's great, man. You know, um, Brendan Fletcher used to podcast. And oh, really? Yes, I didn't know that. And I, and I always tell him I love his art, but I always tease him and say, you know, the first time I really became aware of you was because of his podcast, and that was 2005 right before I started Word Balloon, he was already out there. And it was him and a couple of other Canadian artists. And they would just sit around a table if they were having coffee or something and just, you know, start the recording and just talk. 
and talk about comics and the books they were doing and what they're concerned about. And it's a, it was a fantastic show. And I even, um, I believe it was last time I saw him was uh, San Diego, uh, just a couple, month or so ago. And yeah, I was telling him, I said, dude, you know, Horcast. And he always laughs and he's like, you know, I always appreciate that you remember that. And I said, hey, it was a great <laughs> show. I miss you. I wish I, they don't have his, his episodes aren't posted anymore, unfortunately. But he talked to Greg Rucka and uh, other DC uh, creators. I think Cameron Mitchell probably was, on, or Cameron Stewart was probably on the show with him. Um, just really great stuff. And so, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm always happy to hear about other, uh, well, comic book creators that, that, that podcast. You know, Sean Crystal still does a very good podcast and I bet your mm-hmm. I bet your interview with Sinkevich was much more uh, smarter about process than I could ask questions and stuff because I, I that's great and I really the, the sidebar yeah I, I asked you what uh, I wanted to know sure but that's great man yeah. hey not only for you but I don't even know like did you how many did you have list, how many listeners did you have um, not much, not much because uh, it was too uh, related to uh, how to say uh, niche. Yes, niche is right. Okay. Yeah, uh, two uh, podcasts for artists. Yeah, but that's good, man. Because so, uh, do you know Sidebar? Uh, do you know about? Did you remember Sidebar at all? Yes. 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 Uh, totally. Uh, I, I love it. I, I miss. I miss this podcast. Too. This podcast a lot. Me too, because they they filled an important niche of uh, being able to talk about art on artist terms. And you know, I mean, I'm a layman. I at best, I'm a I guess I'm a writer, and I I come at it from more of a writer's perspective, and that's why I sometimes uh, forget and don't have artists on for a few months, and then I realize, oh shame on me, I have to get some more artists on. But I'm always, you know, the good news is we can talk about things and, and I think process still comes through, but not as clearly as if I had the artist's background and could ask better. Yeah, but sometimes we, when uh, we have, you have uh, an artist asking to uh, another artist about art, sometimes you take for granted that uh People will understand what you guys are sure. talking. You know what I, I mean? Do. Inside baseball. But that's that's the phrase we yes. use. Yes. Yeah. And uh, when you uh, interview some artists and you ask questions about uh, art, you you probably asking the you have the the uh, the vision of uh, of the fan more than the some uh, some some artists that so you can. You 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 probably ask questions uh, that uh, your your audience will relate. I hear what you're saying. No, I appreciate that, man. That's cool. Well, I uh, I you know I'm gl- I'm glad that things are moving in the right direction for you, art wise. Thank you, brother. Absolutely, man. And uh, when when there's something new to talk about, you're always welcome back. Oh. Just, just call me. Just call me, and uh, it's always fun talking to you. It's been a while, and uh, it's 
it, it four, funny four years? That, uh, uh, maybe more, maybe more because uh, I, know. I, 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 I don't know if we we shared, we shared uh, during my during cow or, or during my my image work. I don't know. Maybe the last time we talked, I was just colorist. I think you're right, man. I think you're right, and that was probably when so, it was you, Joe, and uh, yes, or or maybe me, Chris. Peter and uh, Marcelo Mayolo. Yes, yes, I forgot about that. Was a fun conversation too. Absolutely, oh, yeah. um, you're right. I forgot and about it, that. It, one, you right? should, you, you should bring uh, more colors. You know, I know, man, and I, I uh, see. I, I need to learn how to speak to colorists more. I. That's funny. I, Jordi Belair and I are going to talk uh, pretty soon, and that will be nice. And I've met Laura Martin. I haven't had the, the courage to have her on yet. But I'm uh, again. I I worry about. I mean, that's I've had very few letterists, you know, letterers on. Chris Iliopoulos and Ed Brisson are the only letterers I've ever had on Word Balloon, and um, yeah, I just like I said, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what to ask in terms of that specific job. But the great thing is, like you said about coloring, it got you in the door. And I wanted to make that point earlier that much like Ed Brisson with lettering, you know, that's how he got in the door with comics. And now he's you know writing great comics, and I'm very happy for him. And it, the same, the same with uh, Jordy. Absolutely, yes. Redline, her new book. Redlines. Yes, yes. Uh, well, and that's why I, when I was talking to Declan, uh, Jordy was there, and I'm like, hey, we got to talk, and she's like, oh yeah, I'll, you know, we'll do something in September. So that'll that'll be great, and I'm very happy for Jordy as well because, but I have to. I have to, you know, you guys are going to have to teach me more about coloring to ask the right questions of colorists. <laughs> no, you don't need no, just uh, ask, ask, ask questions. Uh, use, use your heart okay, to man. ask questions. Trust my instincts. All the colorists. Uh, yes, yes. yes, yes. We all, all, all colorists uh, are nice people. And they, <laughs> I have no doubt. That's cool. Well, yeah, there you go. And, and evidence by, by yourself. I understand. Not, dude. Thanks a lot. Uh, good talk, and uh, congratulations. Excited about Guardians of the Galaxy coming up, and uh, whatever future Marvel project is in the works. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I hope I hope people uh, enjoy what I'm doing. I'm do I'm enjoying doing that, and uh, I hope people uh, enjoy my my work, and uh, maybe more cow in the future. And the problem for for sure uh, more in, uh, more uh, Marvel work in the future. So I, it 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 it's been it's people uh, people uh, will will dig what uh, what I'm doing. I think I think they will, man. Because and again, uh, the the Secret Empire stuff looks great. The Oath looked great, and. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really excited to see what you do with the Guardians. So no, I think you're, you, and of course, you know, again, your image work with uh, Cowl and Harden's Wall. I mean, it's all been excellent, Rod. And I'm very, and I'm really glad that uh, you're getting those opportunities and people are getting to see your uh, full artwork and not just your coloring. So congrats. Yeah, yeah and uh, I hope I hope uh, people that uh, wants to to work at the industry. They learn about uh, they, when they listen to the podcast. They will learn about uh, 
opportunities and uh, follow, follow your heart and your instinct. instinct. Excellent, man. Very cool. Well, thanks for the talk tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Rod Rice, great conversation, uh, great artist. And looking forward to uh, whatever uh, he's got coming up. He, he's kind of sly and not telling us, but uh, looking forward to that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy issue and all a lot more coming from Rod Rice, the artist, the full artist, not just the colorist. But uh, really great conversation, really enjoyed it. And as I said, uh, one of two word balloons that are coming out uh, today, because uh, if you look on the feed, there's also a great conversation with RT Bear. And uh, I'm really happy to present that to you. I'm in that wonderful position of having so many people that wanted to be interviewed uh, now. Uh, and I'm, I'm uh, you know, putting them out as quickly as I possibly can. Uh, and uh, that's why I'm happy to uh, not only present this conversation you just heard, but this conversation with RT Bear today on Word Balloon as well. So check the feed if you haven't seen it yet. It's coming up very soon. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm very pleased uh, to present those to you. And there'll be another double feature in the next presentation of Word Balloon in the next couple days. And we'll get back to our usual schedule of, of one episode every few days. But, uh, you know, again, uh, embarrassment of riches. So enjoy the conversations as they come up. Thanks for listening today. It was brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners, as I say. Thank you, League, for your support. I mean it. And uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, the next uh, round of conventions coming up in the weeks ahead. I will be at Salt Lake City Convention in just two weeks. Really looking forward to seeing everybody there again. I was there in the spring. And uh, the organizers are are really great in uh, allowing me the opportunity to be on some amazing panels, both as... Uh, a panelist and as a moderator and uh, when I get my full schedule finalized I'll go down the rundown with you before the show but uh, I do know right now for example I'm going to be speaking to Mike Zek and John Beatty in a in a panel talking about their wonderful collaborations over the years and then another great Marvel creator that it's been a long time coming and I can't wait to talk to him and that's Joe Rubenstein uh what a great career Joe has had uh Maybe best known for his incredible work on Ohatmu, the official Marvel handbook or Marvel Universe handbook. Uh, I, you know, it, it's incredible. And what a body of work. And, and again, Joe has just been the inker on so many huge uh, books. And he's just one of those go-to guys of we need to get the job done. Who can do it and do it in a great way? Joe Rubenstein. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And that's just a couple of the many panels I'll be involved with at uh, Salt Lake City Con. I'll have a table there as well. I'll have uh, copies of No Plan B, uh, Mike Oming's art book that I was uh, pleased to you know, co-write with Mike. And uh, that's going to be great. And a few other surprises at my table as well. So if you're going to Salt Lake City Comic Con, please stop by and say hello. I'll be there all three days. And uh, lots of panels, as I said, even more than the two that I've mentioned. But uh, can't wait to do it. And can't wait to see you. Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStock Trades at InStockTrades.com. I mentioned some of the great books that are on sale now at InStock Trades. Let's uh, go through a few more. Uh, they, they're uh, re-putting out uh, Batman Year One, the deluxe edition hardcover. Frank Miller, Dave Mazzuchelli. The book speaks for itself, really uh, the retelling of uh, Batman's origin uh, through the perspective of uh, Frank Miller and Mazzuchelli. Uh, beautiful art. Uh, the great team that did such great work on Daredevil. Well, here's 144 pages of Batman's Beginnings. It's 42% off. It's just $20.29. You can get the Black Beetle Kara book, 
from my dear friend, uh, Francesco uh, Francavilla. Man, this is a great pulp character that, of uh, Francesco's own creation. And uh, it continues the story of uh, Tom Sawyer, as his name is, uh, the Black Beetle. The masked hero goes out to fight Nazis in uh, pursuit of an object of terrible power, a weapon of unknown origins, older than the pyramids, which could fuel the thousand-year Reich of Hitler's dreams. This book was originally uh, presented in Dark Horse Presents, uh, issues 28 through 32, and it's the uh, full volume right now. Uh, it's 42% off. It's just $7.53. You can get the first trade of Iron Fist, The Trial of the Seven Masters. We just had Ed Brisson on. Mike Perkins will be coming up in the weeks ahead. I love this run of Iron Fist, and I think they're doing an incredible job. It's 42% off. It's just $9.27. Some of the great books that are available in in-stock trades. You can get Man-Thing from R.L. Stein. How cool is it that R.L. Stein uh, came to write Man-Thing? Uh, German Peralta is the, uh, if I hope I'm saying his name correctly, that's the artist on the book, but, uh, here's the first arc of, uh, Man Thing 1 through 5 from R.L. Stein. 42% off, $9.27. Check out this book and more, and don't forget, if your orders are $50 or more, you'll receive free shipping. Check out all these great deals from my friends at InStockTrades.com. Thanks for listening to Word Balloon. Uh, again, uh, look for the Art T-Bear episode coming also today. And uh, enjoy the great conversation and uh, more to come because September is going to be a big, heavy month with lots of episodes. So I'm happy to present them to you. Uh, Man, we'll already have like four or five episodes uh, before the 15th. Uh, Hell, I'm I'm even guessing before September 11th. And uh, man, I'll tell you, I'm really excited of some of the conversations, all the conversations that I'm presenting to you this month here on Word Balloon. Until next time, Word Balloon is a copyright feature of Shaky Productions. Copyright 2017.